too crazy for boys town, too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Dolph, did you ever figure out what was going on with Korea? When you tweeted, uh, what the hell is shit going on with Korea? What the hell was going on? Welcome back to Not Here to Argue. I am here. Jam is here. You are here. Thanksgiving is here. Luke Walton's not here, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Before we jump into that, was it, I think, two weeks ago, I had my three observations. I said the Warriors were good. I said the Hawks were bad. I said I was uncertain about the Kings. Has that changed? Since then, the Hawks have won five straight. They have not lost since I said they were bad. The Warriors have not lost in over a week. The Kings fired their coach. Um, We'll get to them. We'll get to them. Um, I have plenty to say about that. But Jam had an idea. Like we're about, I think we're like a fifth, technically like a fifth of the way through the season. And there's so many teams and such a glut for the playoff race. He said we need to know who is pretending and who is contending. Uh, nice tell us more about of, that concept, uh, yeah. Nice use of prefixes there. Uh, mm-hmm. you, yeah, it's just we're like maybe a fifth of the way through the season. Approaching that 20 game mark, which the nerds at the, I think the ringer said when you can officially start figuring out what's going on with teams. Mm-hmm. But like, look at this. This is what I look at every day. I check the phone. I slow check in my NBA app and I look at the standings and the Eastern Conference right now. The Washington Wizards are in or and with, are tied with the Miami Heat. Third mm-hmm. place, one and a half games back. You go all the way down to 12th place with the Toronto Raptors. They're only five games back. So three mm-hmm. and a half games separating, quick math, 10 uh, teams. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. Um, that's pretty wild. There's some teams in there who, like, I just don't know what to think of them. Like, I did not think the Washington Wizards were going to be this good. No. I didn't Listen. think the Cleveland Cavaliers were going to be good, and they've kind of come back to earth. But, like, I just, I just don't know what to think. So that's why I'm turning to you. You make a good point <laughs> about the Washington Wizards. People can't see it. I'm pointing the leg of my my blue lens glasses. They're not fashionable or trendy. Unk is just old and his eyes hurt all the time. But I turn a, a, a positive out of a negative. I'm going to use it to emphasize points. I'll chew on the end if Jam is saying something intriguing. I'll point at him if he's saying something bad. And I'll wear them if my eyes hurt. I feel like it's a fair deal uh, for us all. So we've got the Eastern Conference first. The Brooklyn Nets, I feel like contender. I feel like contender is fair for them. They feel like a serious organization. The Bulls 
Number two, I feel like they are a serious organization. The Miami Heat, I feel like they are a serious organization. The Washington Wizards, pretender. Aha! Oh! I do not believe that the Washington Wizards have the fifth best defense in the league. That's what the numbers say as of right now. So, I mean, technically they do, but I don't have to believe them. No, I don't have to believe them. Or uh, should you? I, I just like no. can't believe it. Like, I get it that they're winning uh, basketball games, but it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's – I think they're – and this might just be a – I know I said fuck number several seconds ago, but listen to this. Of all the teams with home court right now, they've got like comfortably the lowest point differential, like the lowest net rating, which kind of seems to me like they're they're a good team for sure. But I feel like it's too early to say, you know, like who's winning the conference. When I say like contender, I'm saying for like home court at this point, like top four seeds. I thought about saying like what trying to win a title. Is it make the play in? Is it being the top? you know, eight or 10, I feel like home court is just a nice, nice thing. Again, with everybody this close, feels like something to, uh, to shoot for. Can you make the second round with ease? Like, should, are you, yeah. should, will you be favored to make the second round? Yes. Can you be counted on to win at least one playoff series? And we're looking at the wizards here right now. And I like refuse Harold, to believe in any team where Kyle Kuzma is your second most points per game. Listen, uh, that's not great, but it's like Bradley Bill still not playing all that well. I feel like they have a number of or had like a number of league average ish shooters that are kind of either coming back to earth or going to stay around there. Um, so I don't know if the offense is even like for real, even when like I think Bradley Bill will get going, but it's mostly fifth. I don't think that's even if like if they slip to 14th, that's still a good for the Wizards, but. I don't know if that gets him in the home court range. I say pretender on the Washington Wizards. They are pretenders until they're actually hosting a playoff game in the first round. They are they are have the burden of proof is on the Wizards to yes. prove to me that they are not pretenders. And I will refuse yes. to believe it until the start of the playoffs. That is correct. So they're out. Um, Who's next in the old standings here? Oh, the Miami Heat. I think they're a legitimate basketball organization. I think I think the Miami Heat are are contenders. Yes, Charlotte Hornets are five. Pretender. That's me hitting a button. I don't have a button, but just <laughs> we need we what, risk team Rudman? send us a button. <laughs> I don't have any buttons in here. Um, I don't think the Hornet. It's pretty much all my. It's like, is your defense good or do I think it's good? I don't think the Hornets defense is good and I don't really see it getting better. Like, I don't see the avenue for it to, like, I don't think they're just like, oh, once XYZ gets back, once they get healthy, I feel like they've been, I don't know about the healthiest, but uh, a very sturdy bunch. They have a negative net rating, um, which is not a great sign. Not Uh, generally a good sign. Um, Also, what worries me about them? LaMelo Ball is leading them in points, assists, rebounds, steals, and field goal attempts. And Gordon Hayward is furious. Listen, Gordon Hayward should be furious. He's shooting 50% on twos, 42% from three, 88% from the line. I'm not saying he's got to get all the touches, but I don't know. Again, LaMelo's clearly talented. He's putting up great numbers, but... Him leading in rebounds feels a little troublesome. 
but field goal attempts that's what worries me like what makes or made him so special like the vision and the passing he has and i don't think it's like i don't think it's him just looking for his shot i don't think he's become a selfish player or anything but i would like to see i don't hayward get some more of those shots rtb mb like he's not shooting as well but i what's uh what's bridges shooting from three 32 percent 32 percent guess you want to guess what he's shooting on catch and shoot threes 45 percent 38 not quite 38 percent on catch and shoot 25 percent on pull-ups for an average of 32 so that's about an even split so it needs some more catch and shoots but the i mean the offense is fine it's the defense i pretend <laughs> pretend i say gordon hayward is just too much of a coward to demand the ball but he is Maybe shooting he is. 42% from three and has the highest effective field goal percentage on the team, not of a Plumlee or a guy that's on the play. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he probably should shoot more, but they just don't uh, – not giving him the rock. I agree. Uh, I don't know what this means, but basketball reference has a thing called Pythagorean wins. So okay. it's wins predicted based on a triangle. Okay. Um, and it says – Yes, uh, expected wins based on points scored and allowed. So basically based on your net rating, what they expect your record to be. And the Hornets are outperforming that. The triangle says they should be 9 and 10, and currently they're 11 and 8. So they are, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am I am chewing on my gut here. Right now. Uh, you make a good point, Jim. A squared plus B squared means the Hornets stink. <laughs> Thank you, John Hollinger. Um, <laughs> pretend until further notice. Who's next? Oh, I i mean, we don't even have to talk about this team, the Boston <laughs> Celtics. Pretend. Oh, you mean the best defense in the league over the last uh, 11 games? I'll say that I do. I think the defense is legit. I do think the defense is legit. I do not think the offense is legit. In the slide, I know Jalen is he about to come back or is he already back? Came back last night, scored 18 points. Jason okay. Tatum at his fourth straight 30 point game. Okay, that feels like a good sign. Um, it's still too much Schroeder. Um, still too much, it just feels too easy to leave either Schroeder or Horford or Marcus Smart or I think Richardson. Is he hurt or he's, protocol he's got or the something? Flu. Yeah, um. Or again, Grant, future leading scorer Grant Williams. It just feels too easy to leave somebody alone. I do think the defense is legit, though. I like. I, I don't think that's. I buy there. I think they're what sixth or seventh overall in deep. Like I buy theirs on like the Wizards. I think that tracks. But the offense, I. It's just a little too much Dennis Schroeder for me, man. I it, it's a it's a no for me, dog. Well, hopefully he's moving to the bench with uh, Jalen and Robert Williams coming back. Um, but basically, the formula for the Celtics is play great defense and hope Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can give you just enough points to kind of take you over the over the hump. They haven't really played like they haven't been good in the same game this season. But mm-hmm. if they can ever be good in the same game, watch out, folks, because Jason Tatum's back. He was out. He was gone. He is. He has come back, and that's no, he's uh, present. He's, he's very present. He's certainly here. I'll say this: I saw Jalen Brown's jet um landing on top of the hawks arena i don't want to start any room i don't aggregators don't don't get me don't aggregate me 
But uh, Jalen Brown to the Hawks uh, feels like a lock at some point. Um, you guys will like uh, – I don't know who you like. Sharif Cooper, second-round pick? I don't, I don't know what uh, what it'll take. But uh, sorry, guys. I do not yeah, see it. would not be surprised by that. I'd be upset, but not surprised. That's how, that's how you get over uh, being upset is mm-hmm. uh, you just say, oh, I saw this coming, and then you mm-hmm. get to – you justify that to yourself. Just, just genuine uh, shock. Like, oh, 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 oh. Cannot believe. Uh, ran off with the mailman. I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I saw, I, he, he was coming here every day. Yeah, he, he didn't have any mail. Um, who's, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. Despite them being seventh, I am going contender. Um, How many games has Chris Middleton played? Like he, I think he's recently been bad. I'd, I would love to see how many just games or minutes Middleton holiday Giannis have played this year. It feels like it can't be that much. Um, well, Middleton's played 10 of their 18 games, but mm-hmm. still holidays miss six. Or, yeah. So I, I mean, and really as long as Giannis is, I was going to say healthy, but I, I saw what he did with one leg. As long as Giannis, I think the bucks are a contender. Oh, you think one of the when they have one of the best players in the league on their team, they might be good. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, Grayson Allen's having a good year, but let's uh, let's pump the brakes there. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, who have come back to earth a little bit after a nice start, four of six of their last ten. I can't do it. I can't do it. And B's been in and out. Tyrese Maxey playing very well. Um, I feel like they've had like. Danny Green to I feel like they've had a lot of people in and out. So they're I think the kind of hot start was like they played above their head. Now they're below their head, but I think they'll they'll get the level. So I think they're still in contender for home courts. I mean they they're good to win a round in the playoffs. And that's what we're talking about here. Now two oh. hey, <laughs> Dr. J's not walking through that door. You know Joel I mean? Embiid winning a second round series. I can't. I, <laughs> I believe it when I see it. Um, but for now, contender. Who's next? They have the ninth best net rating in the league, so uh, it, might be, it might be okay. The like New it. York Bing Bong Knickerbockers. <laughs> Pretender, and it hurts. I just it doesn't, I doesn't hurt me. Does <laughs> yeah? I don't even think they're ba- like they're. Like, they're just mid. That's kind of the thing. Like, they're 13th in offensive rating, 17th in defensive rating, 17th in net rating. Like, they're just kind of mid. Offense jumped 10 spots, which is kind of crazy from last year, just with, like, the Kimba and Fournier woes. Uh, But the defense fell 14 spots. That doesn't feel good. Julius Randle, he's shooting. I mean, as it turns out, he's not uh, prime Larry Bird as a shooter. He's just like I don't know pre-prime Larry, like Larry Bird, Indiana State Larry Bird. Yeah, uh, maybe even Indiana, like when he quit and was like a garbage man uh, for like a year. I don't like a, this man yelling at me. Doesn't he know <laughs> I'm great? I'm basketball Jesus. Just a wild. Thing. We just hear a five star. Like yeah, man. Um, Jalen Duran went to Memphis. It didn't work out. No, he he works at the post office now. It's like what? He didn't. <laughs> he didn't go. He didn't even try. He didn't try anything else. He just just out of there. Um, now nah, the Knicks, uh, RJ's been ice cold. That one's not so much on the uh, most improved there. But 
I just I don't know if they have enough like two way players to cut like to just change. I don't know what's changing. I feel like it'll still be that if they're going Kimba and Fournier, they'll have to go offense for defense. I know like with Kimba bringing the ball up more, that was pretty much just what Julius Randle did last year and just like went from there. So I don't know. Tibbs calling card is like elite defense and wearing players out and elite defense. That one's kind of gone. Maybe his yelling is uh, falling on deaf ears. I don't know. Maybe he runs Kemba into the ground, and then they have to uh, not play him. I love Kemba's a, a wonderful man, but he is no longer the offensive basketball player he once was to justify him being a starting point guard in the NBA. Yeah. I think the thing I've learned, uh, like the nicer the thing you say about somebody first, you really about to, <laughs> you're really about to cut him down. Listen, he's the nicest man who have ever walked this planet. Having said that, he, he couldn't guard me right now. Uh, <laughs> So I until further notice, um, pre pre pretender. The thing that's the best about it is that because the Knicks got the fourth seed last year, and because like Knicks fans are irrational, uh, sure. just insane. Like them being mid, them just being like exactly who they are with their talent level is going to be a huge disappointment for Knicks fans this year, and that's just fantastic. I love. I, say, I don't know how Knicks fans are going to deal with disappointment. Like it's just for the first time in their life, a Knicks fan. There, there's a there's a 25 year old Knicks fan out there said. So this is what this feels like. Um, Damn. Praying for you, kiddo. Who's next? The Cleveland Cavaliers lost four in a row. This one is out for the year. I've got them in uncertain because they're. I mean, it's just injuries. Sexton's been out. Uh, Chetty Osmond was playing well. He just, like, marketing was out. I think he just came back. He basically, like, tagged Chetty Osmond out. Like, you go be hurt for a little while. But they're still still 500. Evan Mobley is projected to come, I think, in a month. Maybe it's, like, three weeks now. If they can just hold the, like, I think he's that, if they can just hold the fort, I can't call him pretender just yet. So they are... Undetermined, undetermined. I got to check. Like, if they're just when Mobley comes back, they still have the same nine wins and only twenty three losses now. Yeah, I got. I'm gonna have to move you to contender, or excuse me, pre, pretender. But as for now, uh, non applicable. Who's next? I just don't know how they score points without like consistently. They are a bottom ten D offense right now, and without Sexton, who's got some like he's not the perfect player, but. I don't know who on that team is going to consistently get them buckets. So uh, it's Darius Garland time. Unfortunately for them, it's Darius Garland and Kevin Love. (laughs) I think he's hurt too. Um, (laughs) Emotionally, yes. (laughs) Your Atlanta Hawks also at nine and nine, but they won five in a row. Contender. Contender. They had the toughest schedule over the first month of the season. Now that's kind of evening out. Five straight wins. Five straight wins by double digits. That's what's got me thinking that they are con tender and not con. Um, what happened played, five games ago? Who have they decided to direct all their hatred towards? They just started playing games. All five games were at home. One all five by double oh. digits. The previous four all on the road lost all four. So if they can just keep like home stands, I, I don't. I don't think they'll lose another game. If they can somehow cobble. 60 of the uh 
82 games to be a state farm, I, I think we're looking at a, a one seed. Oh, like, wow. I think Capella, like, he's getting back to, like, the 15, 16 rebound type games from last year. And Hunter's out, but I I do think it kind of, I won't say fixed, but it's simple, simplified, simplified, um, the rotation. It's just, like, Herter, Bogdan, Reddish, Gallinari comes in and just does whatever he wants. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I think the Hawks are serious. Who's next? Yeah, watching them, they made many three-point shots. It was, it was impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. final team, I'm not going to include the Indiana Pacers because uh, they're a joke, but the Raptors, <laughs> according to my initial criteria, are within five games of first place. So I will say the Toronto Raptors are the first, the last team in the potential contenders. Uh, but they are three and seven in their last ten, so. Mm. I've got them uncertain, too. I just don't know. There's only two teams out. Everybody else I'm certain on. Like, they have a top 10 offensive rating, bottom 20 defense, which feels backwards. Like, just, just for like yes, that. Yes, like, that's not what my experience with playing the Toronto Raptors has been. Same. Um, we had, like, Ananobi, Van Fleet. Like these guys are, like, good defenders. Um, so, they're cooking offensively. Right now, I think they're – they're like, they're playing Pascal Siakam at center, um, which personnel-wise – I get it, but I just don't like it's like, yeah, that might be why your defense is not as great. Um, I have a trade for them to make. But it involves the Indiana Pacers, who are definitely not serious, definitely not serious. Um, Siakam for Sabonis. I'm just saying Miles Turner, he's leading the league in blocks and shooting 42 percent from three. His value is not going to get much higher. Um, I've, I've been team like break them up for years, just in general, it just doesn't seem to be working. And before the year, I believe I had only the magic below the Pacers in the Eastern conference, because I was like, I just don't, I don't see the vision. I don't particularly like watching Karis LeVert play basketball. Um, and as I think about it, we might got to give Kenny Atkinson some more credit, man. He got D'Angelo Russell to an all-star game and had Karis LeVert playing like borderline all-star ball. And now I feel like Karis LeVert just dribbles a lot. Like he just dribbles. Um, On a team with Malcolm Brogdon, who needs the basketball, and T.J. Warren, who needs the basketball. But I, listen, I don't know if T.J. Warren ever plays again. Like I, <laughs> I don't know what in, I don't know what setback he had. I don't know if he just tore both Achilles. I just feel like, no, he's, he's about three weeks away. It's like y'all said that in 2019. He ain't played a game since like the bubble. That's like the that's a, like four seasons in between now. So Pacers, I unserious. I just like they're fifteenth offensive rating, thirteenth defense, and twelfth net rating last year. Excuse me, that's this year. Last year, fourteenth, thirteenth, seventeenth. I think they're just just mid on top of mid. Um, but if they wanted, I'm just saying, Miles Turner to. I don't even know what it would take, but I just think they need a center. And I feel like if I was the Pacers, like, man, he's either we got, hurt. We got, we yeah. got two of them. Yeah, it's like he's either hurt or hitting 22% of his threes. And now he's healthy, blocking shots and hitting threes. I would be trying to move him high. That's just me. The damn triangle man says the Pacers should be 11 and 8 right now, and they're 8 and 11. And mm. I just don't believe it. No. No, um, surely these numbers are inaccurate. Um, 
Surely the slide rule needs to be corrected. So who are your top four in the East then? Top four. I will say I do think the Nets will be the Nets are, I think, seventh or eighth in defense, which is kind of surprising. It's just even if it's a fluke, uh if they were 17th in defense, it'd be like, hey, that's pretty good. Um so I think the Nets, the Bulls, I think the Bulls are for real. Um who else? The Heat. I do think the Heat are for real. Like their depth was the only thing that worried me, and it hasn't bit them yet. Knock on wood. Fourth team is I'll go. I'll go Seventy Sixers over your Hawks. I got to set the uh, scene for the Hawks to upset them again. So I got to. Yeah, I'll go with the Nets, Bulls, Heat, Seventy Sixers. Those are the the most serious of the serious teams. Now, so that's, I mean, yeah, the Pistons, give me a break. Um, we will talk some Pistons later. But uh, who do we got out West? Out West, uh, well, the Warriors, I would say, are a contender. They're, they're the most serious. Um, the Suns are very serious. The Phoenix Suns on the quietest 13-game winning streak. <laughs> Why has no one talked about it? I had to listen to two, like, national podcasts being like, when are the Celtics going to fix themselves? And they do all these like individual team things. Like, what's going on? What's going on with the Pacers? No one, not one podcast has been like the Suns have won thirteen games in a row. Like that's just not been mentioned. Well, what, it was on like the, like the Suns are like always the late game, and it's like, hey, coming up, you know, uh, Devin Booker and the Suns have won eleven games. In a row. I was like, what? They've only played eleven. Like, how many games have we played? What do you mean they won eleven in a row? Uh, and then now that is up to 13. So I was legitimately I flabbergasted when I heard that they were on a 10 game winning streak. I think they are serious. The jazz, I mean, it's the regular season. They're as serious as serious could be. So they're serious five and five in their last uh, 10 games though, after that hot start for them. Yeah. I'm another one. Uh, nobody, something else. Nobody's talking about Donovan Mitchell taking more threes and missing more of them. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know At why some Quinn point, called that one. Joe Ingles has to stop being good. Like you can only get to be a crafty, unathletic white guy for so long in this league. Yeah, like, it's like a closing pitcher. When it leaves, it leaves, man. So it, I don't know. It could just be during the playoffs. He's just like, I don't have a fastball coach, and the team falls apart. Another early exit. Oh God, I I shuddered at that. <laughs> just just move on. Let's. I don't even want to think about that. Um, the Clippers are the next team with the sixth best net rating in the NBA. Their defense has been, I think, is, yeah, is that's the second why I, best in the league, which is just not what I expected from a team without Kawhi. That's why I, I'd go contender because the defense, I think their defense is legit. Offensively, surprisingly, the Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe backcourt is not shooting that well. <laughs> um, I know. I know. I'll give everyone a second to. Uh, catch their collective breaths um we got reggie jackson's there 39 percent and from the field bledsoe is also with that so in uh synergy i think is what we call it um when it's just terrible energy but you're on the same type of terrible energy but your best Mar- friends <laughs> yeah which <laughs> marcus morris has been i don't like i don't know what the timeline for him is serge Ibaka, i i I just like I don't know if they have much need for him, honestly. Like Hartenstein and uh, Zubak are playing really well, and everything else, I feel like they go switchability. So (sighs) I don't, yeah, I don't. Ibaka's just just looking at their top seven guys. 
it's pretty much all just wings and guards who are like, oh, yeah, there's Paul George. He's like clearly the star. And then two through seven, it's like, well, he's pretty good. Reggie Jackson, Terrence Mann, Eric Bledsoe, Batum, Marcus Morris, Luke Kennard. None of them are going to wow you, but they're all no. solid, solid basketball players. Like they definitely yeah, play and basketball. I get like, like Zubak and Hartenstein, like both of them shooting like 65%. Like all, it's like, hey, uh, if the ball falls to you, catch it. If we're on offense, put it in. If not, pass to Paul George. And they're like, say less. So, yeah, I think they are. I think they're for real. Like maybe Reggie Jackson is just I get hot in the playoffs guy now. I think that's something I've never said in my life, and I can't imagine I'll ever say again. But it did happen last year. Um, hmm. Who's uh, who's after the Clips? The Dallas Mavericks. We got two buttons. Pretender. Um, Preach it. 20th in offensive rating, 19th defensive rating, 21st in net rating. Like, just generally a below average team. Uh, and who knew? Lucas taking a lot of threes again and not making them. Uh, I, I don't know who saw this coming. Also, I think he's leading the league in usage percentage again, which all yeah, let's keep let's keep running that. And I don't, this is not on him, this, but let's just keep running that out. Um, I hear that I keep hearing Porzingis is playing so well. I haven't watched a whole lot of them. Praises be to God. I have better things to do. Um, but the time I've seen, he looked fine. His numbers look just about exactly the same as they have in Dallas. Now, of course, they don't tell the whole story, but it's like, Jesus, if this is him playing well, then oof, I'd, I'd hate to see a slump. Um, Their second best player is Jalen Brunson, like by far. Yeah, it's like they... And he doesn't it's even Luka, start. <laughs> yeah, three and D guys. The three and D guys aren't necessarily hitting the threes. Um, I don't even know if they're really playing the defense. Really, uh, according to their net rating, they are. Uh, it, it appears they are not. And like the only creators are Luca and Brunson, but neither one of those guys can shoot. So it's like if you're separating them, like if you don't play them together, we only have one person to focus on who can create a shot. If you are playing them together. Brunson shooting like 33% from three. Luca's not shooting that well. I I just don't see it. I, I do not. It's currently constructed. I feel like we, if the Rockets with James Harden, the most numerific team of all time. And again, they had some success, but they also had success in regular season. It didn't translate um, to championships, but they at least had it. Um, they also surrounded James Harden with guys who could shoot threes. Sure. Sure, which is <laughs> which seems important for if you're gonna yeah, have I mean, a like Hardy, centric offense, yeah. Dorian Finney not quite hitting the shots yet. So I Mavs pretend. I'm about to go on a run of pretend. It's a lot of phonies. That's what the Western there. Conference is, but yeah, There's a the, lot of phonies in the West. Who's next? Just want to say the triangles say the Mavericks should only have seven wins. They currently have nine, so they are mm. outperforming the statistics. Next Luca's MVP case. Um, I like this team. This team is fun. But I think they fall in the pretender category. Memphis Grizzlies. That's exactly right. Um, Their net rating is bad. They're dead last in defense in a league where the Kings still play. And the Trailblazers and the Grizzlies are dead last. It's a lot of, it's more Zaire Williams and less um, Brandon Clark, Xavier Tillman than last year. I don't think that's, 
fully the excuse of, but yeah, when you're playing a 20 year old rookie, this many minutes, the defense is going to be bad. It should, it shouldn't be 30th though. This team is not 30th bad. Um, Dylan Brooks has only played four games though. And normally he's the asshole and needs to beat people up. So maybe there, maybe that can turn things around. I feel like that's troublesome in itself. We need <laughs> Dylan Brooks back to uh, like, tri- I'm, I'm, I'm planting my flag on Triple J Island early. I won't leave yet, but he has not played well. He does not like just he's not shooting well. He doesn't look to be moving the same as he did in college, which is to be expected. Like he's this is his first full year after uh I don't know if last year was the ACL or year before. So it kind of not surprising. I'm not done with him, but like the point of him was supposed to be, hey, he can shoot threes and anchor the defense. And they are dead last. The defense is anchored. Very poorly, very, very poorly. Um, Steven Adams is there, very cool. Very <laughs> yeah, cool. I well, I don't know what he does in today's NBA. Like, he, I like Steven Adams, he's from New Zealand. Sure, I've generally found people from New Zealand to be cool people. Definitely, uh, Steven Adams has been one of those people, but um, I don't know what he does for you in, in today's NBA. Well, toughness and defense, um, does he uh, clearly he's not doing either of those things. <laughs> He left them in OKC. Uh, yeah, now they're 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 pretender. The triangle uh, says that they should be six and eleven, and they are nine and eight. They had a crazy win, I think. Who did they beat the other night? Like Jaron Jackson three. Like they are pulling some games out of their ass. Yeah, um, they need to pull some defense out of their ass. I don't like it. Who's next? Portland Trailblazers. Pretender, like this. This barely worked when Damian Lillard was like first team all NBA guard. And now he he's shooting 39% from the field still, 29% from the uh three still. And Larry Nance is playing less than Nas Little. This is not in like Nas Little's playing fine. Larry Nance, it, it shouldn't be close, is what I'm saying. Cody Zeller, God bless him. Um, I don't know why Larry Nance is playing what's it? 19 points. 19, 19 minutes a game. game. Damn. Hadn't start like bring him off the bench. Okay, but 19 minutes a game for a team that, like, he's shooting 58% from the field, 38%. Doesn't shoot a lot of threes, but I don't know. It, I did I not know. realize Dennis Smith Jr. was their backup point guard. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's some, some Simons who's playing well, like Covington, Norm Powell, Buck, but, like, scoring points was never their problem. And now, like, the main bucket getter is averaging 22 points a game but taking what, 20 shots to get it. So that's not great. Um, Robert Covington's averaging a solid seven points a game. So that's pretty yeah. impressive. Hell when yeah. You, you got to love when one of your starters just can't play on one side of the basketball. It Listen, three and D guys will be obsolete by the end of this podcast, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. He is, he is shooting five threes a game and 40% and is averaging seven points a game. That just yeah, that's just one of those like what the hell. He refuses to shoot the basketball if it's not in the like a three pointer. He's averaging six shots a game and five threes a game. That's wild. I listen that one. Billups better be on his head about that one. What are you doing? <laughs> Take a step back, Cove. Um, yeah, this just like if you just showed the top what seven or eight Norm Powell uh, aside, it's just like oh, this is the same roster for the last. Oh, this didn't work the last three years either. Oh, okay. 
Let's try it again. Let's try the same exact thing with. Let's nibble around the edges and see yeah, if that will change. <laughs> not that Terry Stotts is any great. I, I feel like he was fine. Uh, I feel like he worked with what he had, but yeah, let's try this again with a, a less established, probably worse coach. Um, it's not working. They're pretenders. The Denver Nuggets. I think the Denver Nuggets are contenders. I think they're contenders. Now I'm. The reason I th- it's really only Jokic, like that's really all it is. It's really all I need. Um, he's having a better, like all the advanced numbers that loved him last year. He's better at. What are we looking at? Oh, the MVP tracker. Steph one, Jokic two, Giannis five. Okay, that's the three I get. Just just checking in. Um, the case for the Jokic keeps asked to do more, and he just keeps doing more. He's up like three rebounds again, like three full rebounds a game from last year when he averaged like 11 rebounds a game. They're playing defense, or as a team, they're playing defense. He's got to get some of that credit. Um, yeah, we're looking at the uh, the the Yokeman's numbers right now. And like he was the league leader in PER last year. Now he's on pace to just crush the like all time. Like by he's going to best his last year by like three or four points, which is not something that usually happens um but the usage is up rebounding's up but the shooting is up he's making more threes he's getting to the line more and oh yeah now they're like a top 10 defense but it's like oh yeah uh michael porter uh yeah he's um turns out the guy with a bad back had a bad back has he just not played this year yeah only nine games yeah and he I don't know if it was the play he got hurt on. It was when he missed the dunk, and it was one of those like, "Oh boy, that didn't." Like he didn't, he didn't just time it wrong or anything. He just went up, and it was like, "Oh boy!" And they said it's a nerve issue in the back. I know that's the easiest thing for doctors to fix: nerve issues <laughs> and back issues, and guys that are nearly seven feet tall. So that feels like he'll probably be back by Thanksgiving. Um, but something I thought was interesting. I listened to uh, Bomani Jones and Nick Wright talk about it so Jokic is like he's killing the advanced numbers last year and this year and with all this would you say is he the best player in the league no is he the second best player in the league no is he the third best player in the league no fourth maybe fifth maybe again okay that, like going into the season my rankings I had him fifth like I was high on him but it's just like the the Giannis in whatever order, Giannis, Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron, I think are the four. And again, he's he has to be up there with what he's doing. But it was the point Nick Wright was making. He's like, what is it going to take to pick Jokic over any of these guys? And it's like, I don't know, man. That's Steph Curry. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. What more? What more can he do? He's playing defense. He's killing the advanced numbers. And I'm still like, yeah, no, I don't. Durant, uh, give me him. Steph, him. Um, so I don't know. The thing is, he is he is very good. But when has he been in the playoffs with like a full like team? Did like did you? We the Nuggets were quite successful when Jamal Murray was healthy and it was in the bubble, and like they Definitely. played quite well, made Western Conference Finals, if I think remember correctly. Yep. Like. The Nuggets just kind of have to stick around. I don't even know if they need first round uh, home court advantage in the first round, but if they have 
Jamal Murray at what, 85%? And then like with Jokic, that's a dangerous that's, basketball team. I don't want to play. Thing, I don't know if he gets back to 85. Like, cause he, what did he tell It was like April. It was like regular season, but it wasn't, maybe it was March. Um, but I, I don't know if we get 85% him this year. It sounds like Porter is gone all year. So it's like I their window is cut, like you don't know how long Jokic is going to be. He's having one of the best advanced statistical. Um, there's like a caveat you have to throw out there. But of all time, it's like, can you afford to just be like, oh, yeah, when we get healthy? And I but the thing, I don't know what they trade. They traded stuff for Aaron Gordon. They do have some pieces, and if they wanted to go into future picks, I don't know what that player would be. But at a certain point, it's like this guy's all time great right now. Like we we can't just keep saying wait to wait six months from now. Just wait six months from now. But as long as he again, knock on wood, is healthy and he's been healthy, he's pretty much just, he'll win you a playoff series. I think I think the last I don't know if he's ever went out in the second round as I think of it, or excuse me, went out in the first round. Um, and then the Western Conference, quite a feat. So I think they are the real deal. Ooh, I think that just shows you how good he actually is because, like, he's yeah. good enough to win you a first-round series. Maybe I don't think he's had the teams around him to get you that second round, except when Jamal Murray was uh, there. Mm. But, like, that just shows you, like, not a lot of players can just win a first-round series on their own. And that feels like right. puts Jokic's top five. The next team, the Los Angeles Lakers. No, I'm not going to do it. I can't count them out yet. Uh, but but you wanted to. Uh, my hand was so hot. What what do the uh, what's the nerd number? How many games are they supposed? to? I feel like their Pythagoras numbers is like zero and eighteen. I don't think the Lakers are supposed to have won a single game this year. They says they should be seven eleven. Okay, and they nine are nine, nine and okay. nine. This the only thing this is based like we we don't know LeBron's health. Nobody can project that now. But I feel like I have heard and seen it's like all this hinges on you know lebron's got to be top five top three lebron we don't know if he can be, let me stop you right there until i see him not be that guy i have no reason to think he is not that guy and if he's that guy alone you're a contender he's played 30 percent of the lakers minutes this year and they're 500 with that that feels like a like, that feels like a massive win in Cleveland, he would have loved that. They would have been two and sixteen. Uh, Kyrie, you remember when Kyrie Irving played basketball? Wasn't, wasn't that something? Um, yeah, that's really. This is just. It's the talent play. I mean, it's the, it's the LeBron play, really. AD is. Uh, I love AD, but it like watching him. It really does make me appreciate like Giannis or st- like the guys who do bring it every single night. Because the Knights 80 brings it. He's up. You could be like, hey, Jokic or eight. There was, I feel like there was a time there was a real conversation. Jokic brings it every single night. 80 doesn't. Um, but when he does, man, oh man, oh, yeah, he's man. got something. Um, when he's chilling at that Disney bubble and he's got a Pina Colada <laughs> waiting for him after every game, then that's when 80's ready to play. Awesome, man, as time goes on, I think more and more people are going to be sick. It's like, man, we was literally shooting 60%. How do we not? We, we ain't even went around. Uh, Lakers took advantage. Nobody else did. Hate to see it. But at some point, Anthony Davis needs to just decide to be a center. Like, I know it's like everyone's talking about it from like uh, he's better playing the five and spacing in the offense perspective. 
they just needed like some sort of rim protection. The entire Celtics strategy against the Lakers was we're just going to drive and there's going to be no one there. Marcus Smart and Dennis Schroeder had eight assists apiece. Like there was just That's very DeAndre nice. Jordan, not the answer. Dwight Howard, not the answer. <laughs> like I just don't know. Avery Bradley on the perimeter <laughs> wouldn't keep him, guys. Uh, huh. Like maybe um, LeBron will like lock in on defense and he'll become your center. But like they need someone to stop dribble penetration because they have no one at this point. And then on the other side, the Celtics were just begging Russell Westbrook to take shots. Just absolutely oh, yeah. begging him, doubling. Like the entire Lakers offense was we're going to rely on Anthony Davis and LeBron James to hit ridiculous fadeaways. Which they did for the first quarter. I, I was gonna say, listen, it's <laughs> not a bad strategy by no. Frankie V. But it's it's tough over 82 games. Like there are another teams, like it doesn't matter really what seed they get. Like correct. And that's why I was like, I well, I mean, we said that, but even even if AD didn't like pull up lame, I don't feel like two minutes into the Sun series, right? I feel like people still would have now maybe the Suns win anyway. It's a really good team, but the health, we don't know. I feel like since Braun went out, AD has been starting. His, it's just like, if I'm AD, my point would be, okay, we're sitting down DeAndre Jordan to start Avery Brett. Like, that's <laughs> that's what I'm playing. That's what I'm playing five for. For Avery, we, okay. Points were made. Um, but yeah, if, it's the LeBron case. If he's there, they're a contender. I think he will ultimately end up playing more than 31% of the Lakers minutes. We shall see. It's a bold strategy. Who's uh who's next? Uh that would be the Minnesota Timberwolves. What? I did not expect to see that that they are. The triangle says they're the tenth best team in the league. That's right. Um ninth best net net rating. Eighth best defense. Eighth what? They said that. <laughs> Pretender. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, eighth and deep. They're another team. It's like, listen, if they were 18th, that's probably like you, you take that before the year. 18th in offense. This is why they're not going to get serious until this changes. Carl Anthony Towns is third in field goals per game. That's, that's the thing. He's third. Uh, Ant's number one. D'Angelo Russell's number two. Cat is third. This is why they're 18 in offense. They take the most threes in the league. They make the 19th most. Yeah. This is why they're 18th in offense. They don't get to the line. Pat Bev, like Torian Prince. Uh who else? Yeah, that's probably about it. Like they're not really shooting what they normally shoot. Malik Beasley. That's what I was thinking. Malik Beasley hadn't been Why playing. Why is their roster this bad? Like, they've been very bad for the past 10 years. Forever. So think draft picks Mm-mm. would lead oh, to like players. Draft picks like Jared Culver, Andrew yes. Wiggins, Kevin Love, uh, God, Wesley just, Johnson. Um, just looking at their roster. Ricky like, Rubio, Johnny Flynn. Jared Vanderbilt. Like oh, God. It's ugly. It's very nasty. Um, but it just feel I won't say easy because some of this is like some of that's on cat too. Some of that it's like, hey, you can't, you can't be third in shots, dude. Um, Ant will, Ant 
leading the, I mean, Cat should lead him in, in shots. Ant should be second. D'Angelo Russell should be 15th in um, shots per game. I would love to see these numbers, but only for like clutched or like last five minutes of fourth quarters. I bet Cat is sixth on the team <laughs> and shoot behind Naz. Like they run plays for Naz Reed um, before Cat. Until that changes, I pretend and it hurts. It hurts. Uh, who's next? Let's move on. Uh, the next would be the Oklahoma State. I don't, I'm cutting it off there. I'm cutting it off there. The Western Conference Come on, is man. only 10 teams deep. Uh, <laughs> the th- yeah. I'll say that the Thunder, like Shea's not playing as well as he did last year. As long as the Thunder are giving Darius Basley 30 minutes a game, they're just not going to be <laughs> And I seems like a good kid, but this feels like at a certain point, like if somebody can't do and you keep like expecting them to do it, it's like, is this helping? Is, is he developing this way? Is this is this what's a good thing for Darius Basley? Just keep playing 30 minutes and getting his teeth kicked in. Um, <laughs> the Thunder are outperforming expectations. Uh, they yeah, they're supposed to be God awful. They're just <laughs> very awful. normal awful. I do yeah. like TikTok superstar Josh Giddy. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. he can make threes, which is fun. For sure. Lou Dort is just randomly good for like a 30 or 40 point game now. So those are always fun. Um, but they are like, uh, I feel like Favors and Muscala maybe could help another team. There's somebody, we'll talk about the Kings. I don't know why the Thunder aren't going after Marvin Bagley. If they're like, if they're just holding, hey, we just want to give talent a shot to play. I would give 30 minutes to Marvin Bagley over Basley. Over Derek Favors, too. Get that old man off the team. No, no. Favors, he deserves all 48. Um, Grind him into the ground. Yeah, Thunder, Unseer. Who else? I feel like everybody under them is. Uh, The Kings, the Spurs, the Pelicans, the Rockets. I think we've discussed the Pelicans. Pelicans at length. Um, Rockets are bad. Kings, I want to talk about the Spurs for a second. Popovich is 22 wins away from the record, from the all-time record. He's projected to get 17 more wins. They're winning a quarter of their games. Like they're projected to go 21 and whatever that is, uh, 21 to 61. You, something got to give, man. Like you can't have them come back for like five games. You got to, but also, and this is, I think this is very crucial. The team is not very good. I think that's really the crux of the issue. Like Derek White and uh, Lonnie Walker, not playing that well, but this is why I tried to move him for Ben Simmons. And the Spurs fans didn't want this. They could be Philly's problem now. Um, also, Thad Young is now he's just playing 20 minutes a game for this team. I'm not not sure why that he get him to a contender, please. Yeah, Thad Young is the uh, perfect guy off the hustle guy off the bench who brings energy. Like every team yeah. should be trading for Thad Young. Like the team I think should be like on the phone right now. If the Jazz get Thad Young, like I, I just keep hearing it's like you know, white sides playing well. Rudy Gay is going to get those backup five minutes. And it's like, yup. no, Thad Young uh, yeah. would be perfect in that room. Yeah, you get Thad Young there. It's like, oh, they're going small. Hey, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, the, the first Rudy G. Sit your ass down. Thad Young's in there. Things keep chugging. Um, oh, I don't so, like the team with two Rudys. I didn't realize that. But two yeah. Rudy Gs at that. Uh, Rudy is what it says on the on the roll call. Rudy's G. Now, the Kings, I'm still uncertain. Fired Luke Walton this week, which I think is a start. It feels like comfortably um, a start. Well, 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 let's let's start from the start. 
had a man so drunk that he vomited <laughs> all over the court. <laughs> then people started tweeting, puke Walton, and then they oh, fired Luke Walton. <laughs> Listen, that guy was sitting that close up to Kings basketball, man. <laughs> like, you combine that with, probably, like, stadium pizza, it, it, uh, it went bad for him in a, in a hurry. Um, and I, I, my favorite thing to watch when these videos come out is just whoever the closest person, whenever they realize it, because it's just one of those like that. That sounds like somebody th- oh! every time. Uh, and there's like a lady. I think she's like a seat over. She runs like halfway across the court, which is the correct thing to do. Um, yeah, that guy was <laughs> that guy was down bad. Oh, I just like the idea of like the guy who wipes up the sweat with his little broom thing after <laughs> the push. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> I need a new broom. Um, I was gonna say this is probably the worst place to throw up, but this is hand to God a true story. I was at a strip club and saw a man throw up on the stage, on the stage, and it was a like. Uh, DJ like code what code brown code brown get the girls off this and they're ah run off the stage that was me running not the girls I, I was running <laughs> screaming like that um but like right before it, he was like standing up and he was throwing money and and, and flexing and all that and then he just stopped <laughs> something hit him yeah it was like and it just went everywhere and uh yeah they like legit had a it was like TV time out at the strip club they had a mop up the pole nobody wanted to dance on that stage um and i just i was like boy that's the i think that's got to be the worst place to throw up this king's guy second though because now he's <laughs> yeah that, that strip yeah. club guy wasn't caught on national television <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't know him if i saw him vomit king's guy yeah i, I, I could probably pick him out of a lineup um and then yeah. they fired uh puke walton <laughs> that was clever <laughs> Um, Alvin Gentry's in charge. I feel like however you feel about Alvin Gentry, he's an upgrade on Luke Walton. Like, like if you think Alvin Gentry is a C minus, it's better than an F plus. So I, I feel like there's some room for upgrade there. I also saw Luke Walton is second all time in win percentage as Kings coach. He won 42% of his games, and he is second all-time. That's how well things are going for the Kings, um, which is to stay poorly. So, I don't know. He's a, That's a good step. Again, free Marvin Bagley, like, again, just for, for literally anything, literally any type of role player, some help on the wing, couple future second-round picks, whatever. But – Jonathan Charks wrote an article on the ringer about is it time to trade De'Aaron Fox and really shake this up. Now, generally, I like I don't them drafting three point guards. I feel like it's a bigger deal than it should. Like Fox is kind of like a north to south guy. Your lead ball handler. Halliburton is, you know, better shooter. He can move off the ball, defensive versatility. And Davion Mitchell is just a, a fire hydrant with legs that just plays deep like they're it's like positions don't matter but they have three of the same position it's like oh maybe they aren't good maybe the problem is not <laughs> i don't know maybe that's it do you think it's time to give up on the De'Aaron fox era? uh looking at these numbers he hasn't really gotten better 
Uh, like it feels like two years ago, he had like a crazy season. What's he shooting? Like, isn't he shooting like low thirties or even sub thirties from three it's, this yeah, year? It's, it, it's not good. Um, it's pretty like that, tough it, to like be a lead guy on a team with the ball in your hand that much and be that. Like that isn't that what Ben Simmons would be if he shot threes? Like, <laughs> we'll we'll never know. We're um, never, never going to find that out. But like, that's the worry is that you just like, oh, you want me to shoot threes, but I'm bad at it. Like, I'm just going to keep thing, on. The thing with I, th- I feel like it's like every other year. Like I feel like two years ago he shot like 36, 37. Been like two years before that he was like 35, 36. But now the three pointer has not come along. The worry I would have, like I'm. An, it's the Kings. Nobody's untouchable. Uh, baby boy or not, nobody's untouchable. The thing I worry about, De'Aaron Fox gets to the free throw line. Halliburton and Davion Mitchell don't, and like never have. Like I look back to Kyle, Halliburton has never taken more than two free throws in a game or a, a average more than two free throws in a game um, since college. Davion Mitchell was getting to the line two and a half times a game in his like best season at Baylor. And he shot 65%. So, like, again, you trade Fox for something, but if you just have your both members of your starting backcourt are just not a threat to get to the basket, I feel like you're you're swapping out one problem for another. It's like at least when De'Aaron has the ball, you have to guard him and Halliburton like a certain kind of way because he can drive and dish. You get to two guys. They'd be better defensively. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And the ball would probably move more, but... I don't know, just a starting backcourt now. So, oh, neither one of those guys are going to go to the rim. That I feel like, and Davion Mitchell hasn't been shooting well. It just, I don't know. Does Buddy but, Heel go to the rim? Like, does that guy like? Do they have any player know. who you like? Darren Fox going uh, to the basket. <laughs> I don't think Buddy Heel steps inside the three point line, but that's a good thing. Um, yeah, he knows he his role. A, yeah, he should stay out there. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought about. Like a couple, t- like I mean, Sixers for Simmons for Fox feels pretty clear. Um, I think Clippers are interesting, though. I think the Clippers are interesting. I think the Knicks are interesting. Um, Dallas, just in terms of like, hey, like just somebody else to create something, anything at all. Um, but I don't. I'm not ready to go there. But Bagley, yeah. Uh, Rock. I don't know why the Rockets like just. The Thunder, the Blazers, anybody's just like, hey, we maybe this guy's really good. Maybe he's not, but let's find out while the Kings drafted him second and uh, before we have to pay pay. Because I think he, I think they declined the option, so I believe he's unrestricted after the year. So every game that passes is just less of a chance for somebody to get a look at Bagley. And not even that he's great shakes uh but i feel like he deserves to get away from one luke walton which check and two the kings and i I would hope that any benefit of the doubt i I would always a certain organization if you came out of the kings i'm giving the player the benefit of the doubt just like hey fox got traded immediately turned into a six-time all-star it's like wow the kings suck man um (laughs) that's why it feels like poetic justice for ben simmons to end up there Mm. Like you want it out? Welcome to Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Siberia. Um, speaking of Siberia, I thought they was gonna send Isaiah Stewart to Siberia. Man, he got two games. I don't disagree with, but it's like, damn, if you can do that and get 
two games? Okay. And again, you can do what LeBron did and get one game. I, I don't think LeBron's a dirty player, but I, the, the fist was definitely a little something extra to it. Uh, it was a dirty play. And again, I don't think he's a dirty player, but I've seen people say like, oh, I, Isaiah Stewart, he had a chance to fight him when he was right there. And I was like, I don't think he had tasted his own blood yet. Like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Is that what happened? Because I saw, definitely saw the replay. And then I saw mm. like the initial scuffle. And then I saw crazy eyes, Isaiah Stewart. And it seemed like he was walking away. Like what? What clicked in his brain to make him go sprinting back? I, and like, I think that's when he real like. If you look early on, he's talking to the. It is a point where at, right after it happened, he's like jawing at LeBron. There's no blood on his face. Like you can't tell he's cut yet. So they're walking him away, walking him away, walking him away. And I, I can't prove it. I I don't know if it fell on his jersey. I don't know if somebody like he saw somebody's face. Like oh man, I don't know if he tasted. He had blood in his mouth, so I don't. I imagine he tasted, he was like, this is, this is my, I never believed my own blood. Um, and I think that's when he went off and bowled over several middle-aged men. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't Assistant know why. The coach line, Jerome Allen uh, just got absolutely knocked on his ass. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, they mean well, but it's like, you mean to tell me uh, six 54-year-old guys and a referee couldn't hold back uh, young bull Isaiah Stewart, former boxing champ, Um Go figure. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> Reacting to having a cut is literally what a toddler or a baby would do. Like a, a toddler can fall down and be completely fine and then look at themselves bleeding. And then that's when they start mm-hmm. crying. <laughs> so be like, I'm okay with the violence that happened to my face, but absolutely getting punched but, in the face resulted in blood. <laughs> okay, here's the, if they say they were just like, hey, y'all get five minutes, just go. Who wins, Isaiah Stewart or LeBron? I really don't know. Uh, I mean, Isaiah Stewart was running with the with some fury. I, I don't think LeBron would enter that uh, fisticuff situation with a lot of uh, anger. I can't imagine he would. Um, I also can't like legit. When's the last time LeBron got into a fight? Like it's a, it's not a knock on him. It's like it's a it's a good thing. You're not. That's the cash cow. You will not be fighting him. Um, Isaiah Stewart was like, he's been in some fights. Uh, he's from Rochester, New York. I think that's upstate. It is. No one wants oh, to be from there. I was going to say, anybody, if you're from any Buffalo or Rochester, I'm not going to fight you, man. You got it. Step on my shoes. They're up, I don't even like these shoes. Um, I feel like <laughs> they're I your know. shoes now. <laughs> I, like, they're the same. They're both 6'8", 250. Isaiah Stewart has a 7'4 wingspan and boxing skit, like reach advantage and also, uh, he's half his age. I feel like I gotta go. His nickname is Beef Stew. Like I, I don't. There are more. <laughs> and more you just made him bleed his own blood. <laughs> yeah, I I think that was genuinely the first time he was like, I normally do this to other people. Um, I'm an animal. Baby boy of the week. Not. Whoa. Baby boy of the week. Not. Jam, it's time for Baby Boy of the Week. Well, now I don't know what to think. Not. Ennis Cantor. <laughs> Take off my glasses for this one. Um, <laughs> leave it to a man from Turkey to run a foul during Thanksgiving week. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Ennis Cantor is 
on a fuck LeBron James tour of some sort. And he's <laughs> the shoes were very funny, right? I feel like we if you could pull those up, uh the <laughs> I think it was one of him, LeBron kneeling with the Chinese flag in the back. And I was like, how did he find the artist to do that? I guess who like I need somebody who does anti-LeBron pro-communist uh art. DM for details. Um, but basically he's going after LeBron saying, you know, LeBron hasn't spoke up on something. <laughs> We're looking at the shoe. It says, hey, crown, still researching and getting educated. Morals. <laughs> yeah. Th- <laughs> it just says morals or morality. Yeah, there we go. That's the one I want. Um, and there, I can't quite tell what's going on. What's that say on the bottom left? Something situation? I am informed and educated on the situation. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and above, who are those people? I don't I'm not a history buff. Uh, uh, which people? Top left. That'd be LeBron kneeling in front of a bunch of money bags. And it looks okay. like a Asian man giving, putting a crown on him. Sure. Um, and the Asian man may have horns growing out of his head. Hmm. Also, I think I see a little uh, flag in the background there. Now, what, what's bottom right? What I don't even like. What's... Bottom right uh, appears to be a crown that says "silence" on it, uh, and then uh, a fire, uh, and then a crowd of people maybe walking in or out of that fire. Um, Definitely. And then a flag of some sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was on the moon. I think the message is pretty clear there. Definitely. Now I say this to say, there, like there's validity in what some of, of what he's saying, right? You know, don't we would prefer it if you made your shoes uh, without using like slave or child labor? I think we need to hear both sides first. Um, let's <laughs> hear from the slaves. Let's hear from the children. <laughs> there are fine people on both sides. Uh, I think there's something to you know saying somebody chose commerce over conscience uh, as i heard kareem abdul-jabbar put it and yeah companies should be paying appropriate livable wages and there's something to be said about posturing about being you know if you're really about social justice however and i'm pointing uh however in this canter i think my biggest issue was uh there's a clip right before the game where Ennis canter's on one half of the court and LeBron comes at half the court, and Anis Cantor immediately gets the fuck out of Dodge. Um, he could not have moved faster. Isaiah Stewart wasn't moving faster uh, with blood coming down his face. And it's not to say LeBron is blame-free in this. He's not. But if you're really trying to get to the bottom of this, LeBron is not who you're mad at. You need to, like, why you put Phil Knight, like, the you know, the head of, of Nike on your shoes? Like, he... He said, uh, <laughs> then he went on, I think Fox News, it said Michael Jordan hadn't done anything for the black community. And I was like, hey, you sound like Donald Sterling right now, uh, Cantor. Like, what's who told him what Jordan did for the black community? What and, has Ennis uh, done for the black community? <laughs> uh, it's a very good question. Uh, 1A and 1B, who the fuck told him to speak for the black community? I was not on uh, present on that memo. Um Oh, you must have not got emailed on that. I, um, I didn't. I also don't check my email. So, um, yeah, also, like, I don't, I'm, I'm sure he said something before in the past. I don't know where this energy is coming from all of a sudden. 
Um, like just him just going this hard all of a sudden makes it seem more like posturing. And again, it's like, oh, I just want to go with LeBron and not like not like not Nike, not the companies who's doing. He's like, no, no, no. Twenty three. I like I, he's the one. He makes all the calls. Uh, he's the only NBA player who has yes. a shoe deal with Nike. Yes. Um, and also, again, he's saying that while playing in the Nike uniform. Now, I get that's the uniform. But OK, again. This is bigger than this, I feel like that's the perfect point. This is bigger than all of you. Your 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 ire is aimed at the wrong person. Call out Adam like, Silverview with that shit. It makes his like whatever message he's trying to send so much more less of like effective. It's like now we're talking about him coming after LeBron, where it's like, yes, I think there's legitimate human rights violations done by the done um, by LeBron James. Yes. By LeBron James, he's the one who put uh, the Uyghur Muslims in in camps. Yes, but I think you got to be more targeted with your message, and to come from Ennis Cantor is it is absolute posturing. Ennis Cantor, <laughs> and I don't know how to put this. Like, there's only one phrase. I don't think it's necessarily PC, but uh, Ennis Cantor is a camera whore. You oh, uh, still uh, in his first stint? I thought you said like the hard F or something. I was like, <laughs> um. you're about to rip off your glasses. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> stare over the stare over the brim. Yeah, just <laughs> but, Ex- excuse me, what, <laughs> uh, sir? Um, in his first stint in Boston, when we used to, when I was a media member and was mm-hmm. like go into the locker room, most guys locker room opens up and they want nothing to do with the media because <laughs> it's a bunch of overweight thirty five year old white men uh, hanging out with. Um, hey, you like thirty four, man? Get you said, come on, man. Yeah. I, not overweight though, um, but take that. You know what? It doesn't matter. Jason Tatum, Tatum doesn't want to hang out with me. Doesn't want to answer my questions. And his candor is like eyes would light up when the media would come in, and he'd be like telling jokes, like, like let me tell you what I did this weekend. Like he had numerous reporters' phone numbers and. Um, reporters will get unsolicited text messages from Ennis Cantor. That's not how the reporter NBA star relationship works. Like Ennis like Cantor it. wants attention. Nobody, nobody at all. Ennis Cantor, man, you know what Marcus Smart ate for lunch? <laughs> he he took two bananas from the locker room. Ennis, stop texting me. Um, no, it's hey, not. Tim like, he he, he wouldn't do that. He would say, guess what I did today? Ennis Cantor, international <laughs> superstar. I fought for human rights on my you, day off. Ask Bond Temps what he did over here. Um, yeah, so it, I, I, like, what's the end goal here? Like, was he, was LeBron supposed to, like, see those shoot, like, just burst into tears? Like, man, you know, you're right. I'm no king at all. Um, I retire. I go over and I, I just tear down these camps by myself. I mean, it's, I guess it's an option, but uh, I don't know. It just it seems like feels like he's doing this for like a pat on the back, which kind of seems like he's going at LeBron for. Um, like, hey, you're not really about this stuff. You just want the pat on the back. It's like the calls coming from inside the house. Um, not baby boy of the week behavior. Not and this is not to say shut up and dribble. Um, but if these are the things you're going to say, eh, not baby boy of the week behavior. Moving on. Have to settle down. Um, no, Kentucky plays Louisville this weekend. Louisville opened up as a two-point favorite. Um, for some reason, 
I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, you need to get in on that. Or I don't even know. Like, I haven't bothered to check what it's updated to. You need to take the cats and the points there. I like the cats outright. I like them with the points. The over under, I think, is the only interesting part. 56 and a half. And go, you got to go back to 2013 for the last time this game was under that. Like, it's normally a lot of points scored. Didn't play last year. Kentucky won 45 to 13 two years ago. And the year before that, they won 56 to 10. Um, Cats have won three of the last four. I think they're a better team now. So I like the Cats and the points. I like the over. And I like the Cats outright. We'll close with, we get the some Thursday game picks up and going. Some bird day picks going. Because I know my favorite Thanksgiving tradition is watching the Lions play terrible football. Um, How bad the going do the Lions have yeah. to be for them to remove them from Thanksgiving? I, I, they went 0-16 and, and are currently winless. It's not going to happen. Um, Roger Goodell will pay for this, but I don't like it. This is how you know it's bad business. First game, Bears-Lions. You got one Yuck. option for the Bears. You got, <laughs> you got David Montgomery, and that's it. I'm staying away from that. I can't think of a bigger insult to America trying to celebrate Thanksgiving than bringing them Andy Dalton versus whoever the hell is playing quarterback for the Lions. I was going to say, I it was. I think it's Tim Boyle. Oh, but, household favorite, Tim Boyle. Yes, uh, <laughs> that Tim Boyle. Um, so I'm looking at right now TJ Hawkinson, 51 and a half receiving yards. I don't like that. DeAndre Swift. I do like 98 and a half total yards. I just don't know. Like he catches quite a few passes uh, over the course of the season. I just feel like he gets the work. I'll go over for DeAndre Swift. Next game, we got uh, Raiders versus the Cowboys, which should be a decent game. Like I don't. The Cowboys play on Thanksgiving. It's like overwhelmingly the Cowboys have been relevant. Like that's how this works. As long as they stay in or around, it, like even if they make it and lose, it's fun to laugh at them. The Lions are just bad. They're bad. Um, Derek Carr, I don't like that. I don't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't like any of these. I do like Zeke Elliott, sixty-eight rushing yards. I'll say last three weeks, thirty-two, forty-one, fifty-one yards, and he tweaked his knee the last game. So, of course, this is the 135 two touchdown uh, performance, but I'm going under for Zeke there. And then we got Buffalo, New Orleans. New Orleans don't even have any play. You can't even, you couldn't find a prop. Um, I just want one from each game. So they got Josh Allen, 310 and a half total yards. The Bills have stunk lately. Stunk, stunk. Diggs. I'm staying away from Diggs, but Josh, 310, that's a that's a lot of yards. That's a lot of yards. I'm going under there. I'm going under. We'll lock in our Thanksgiving days. I'm going DeAndre Swift over 98 and a half yards total. Zeke Elliott under 68 and a half rush yards. Josh Allen under 310. Um, promo code trill, but everyone listening already, you already know that. You've already downloaded, you've already, you've already deposited. With promo code true. We already know that. Um, but for these games, I'm going. I'm picking the. I think Detroit's going to win this game. 
Wow. I think Detroit's going to win. I mean, it's really just an Andy Dalton um, pick. I'm fading Andy Dalton just in general. I'm going. I think Detroit wins. I think Dallas wins, even though they did not look good against the Chiefs. And good lord, I hope Buffalo, if Buffalo loses, then the Patriots are going to win the division. Which I, I'm just not prepared. I thought we'd at least get a couple years off of this bull. Um, but alas, thanks a lot, Josh Allen. Going under there, we're locking that in. Maybe you want to fade it. Maybe you want listen, fade it. Just fade it. I'm just telling you, just fade it. Jam, did you fade it? I have. Fade it. Um, if you're listening to this, just fade it. Just fade it. I got to put on my glasses for this. Uh, fade it. Um, that'll do it for this week. For myself, for Jam, for my glasses, uh, for you. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I'm hoping we can get, yeah, can we just, what, Wednesday night, Thursday morning? I want to get this out if we can so that people can. You know, fade in real time with their like watch along with their family and friends. Like I faded Whiskers Pit, and then Granddad's like I faded Whiskers Pit, and everybody chimes in. What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving year? Fading Tyler. <laughs> it bought us this entire dinner, this house, and both the cars outside. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that everyone listening gets to have a a good Thanksgiving, whatever that means for you. I've learned a lot of people. I have positive memories associated with Thanksgiving. I enjoy it. I understand everybody doesn't. So I, I would hope that everyone, whether you are able to get together with your family in person, maybe you do it virtually. Maybe you go to a Friendsgiving. Maybe you just want to be left the fuck alone, which my type. Um, maybe you at work. Maybe you listen to this at work. I hope you're getting that time and a half pay. Steal something before you leave. It's Thanksgiving. They cannot fire you. Um, be safe if y'all on the road or in the air. Like I should, <laughs> now I call some hell in the air. If you if you take a plane, it's gonna be rowdy. Um, but I'm thankful for the listeners. I'm thankful for Jam, Super Producer Jam. I'll never be thankful for the wrist team. Or should you? No, no, Evil no, no. People. Not until they give me some uh some more options to fade. My like my hands are shaking, man. Why can't I pick against Trevor Simeon? He's a starting quarterback for some reason. I should be able to capitalize off that. But I digress. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Safe travels. We'll catch you next time.